0: What is up? What is happening? What is going on today? It's your boy, Daydream, and this is the Couch Potato Podcast. How is everybody doing today? It's Wednesday here in Houston, and it's 45 degrees outside. It's time for your boy to get some hot chocolate. I ain't even gonna front. Man, it is so much to get into today. I'm excited. Hope you are, too, to hear what I, what I got to say. So a lot of good stuff, and it's some bad stuff along the way. But you know what? Hey, we still here. It's 2020, October 28th. We still here, baby. Um, before I get into it, I got to say this. So the reason why I'm doing it today on Wednesday is because Monday I had to work, and yeah, I'm about to throw my wife under the bus. I love her to death, though. She's amazing. Um, so I told her, I said, babe, high key. I don't feel like going to work. She hits me with one of the movie lines from Players Club. Make that money, boo. Don't let it make you. And I'm like, really? So so, so th- that's what we're doing today on a Monday? Because she knows that I'm exhausted, well, that I was exhausted, and she knows that, hey, you know, even though this podcast is a I still have a job. I have a regular job I go to. So, following that conversation, I had to get her back. Like, I needed a way to get her back. And she actually sprung it on me. So, she asked me about taking next Saturday off. And she, cause she said she wants to take me to dinner. I'm like, I say, like, so we, so we trade in places like Usher? She's like, no. But I'm like, I mean, shoot, you put it out there, you wouldn't take me to dinner. That's the first thing that came to mind. But we, we play games like that. Because, you know, in a marriage you gotta have fun. So, and that's really about to lead lead me into my, my first topic of the day. Um, and there's so much to get into. I just wanna let you know we got pro football, we got college football, we got a new World Series champs, the LA Dodgers. They did it, like the Lakers. And they did it in six games as well. Dodger Nation, what's up? Anyway, so, of course, we're going to talk basketball. And we're just going to talk about, you know, just other things in general. So let's get into it, right? So, quick question for everybody. Um, how is everybody's mental mental health, mental state of mind? I know 2020 has taken so much from us. It's taken a lot from us. From Kobe to Chadwick, from this pandemic to racial injustice, a lot of things. You know, so my first thought was like, you know what, let me start it off by, you know, finding out, well, not necessarily finding out, but just discussing about the mental health or what's going on in people's minds a lot of people lost jobs or a lot of people had to cut back from their main job and had to you know work a second job it's a lot that's going on and then some people have become dependent on the unemployment you know it's it's a lot you know i don't know what's going on in everybody's household i don't know what's going on with you know each person i encounter every day but i do know that it's, it's a good idea to kind of take time for yourself individually. Whether you're a man or woman, boy or girl. If you, Obviously, if you have siblings, it's kind of hard to get away from them. But for any man or woman who's dealing with life, man, take a break. Um, one of the things I'll tell you, one of the things I do, whether I'm having a good day or a bad day, whether I'm at work or not at work. Um, For me, I like to play my PlayStation as a de-stressor to relieve stress. Not to say that I'm stressed out about anything. It's just to kind of release whatever it is you was feeling throughout the day or whatever thoughts that were in your mind, you know, playing Madden 2K or the show or any fighting game or something like that to kind of take your mind off the world just for a few minutes. Um, I've even encouraged my wife to take some time, like, away from all of the children and myself. Because with all of us in this house, you know, it could be a handful. It could be a little overwhelming. Nonetheless, you know, she needs a break. My oldest daughter needs a break. Um, my two youngest ones, they don't need no break. Because, <laughs> I mean, they're four in 10 months. So they don't need a break. But my oldest daughter, who's 13, yeah, she needs a break. Every now and then. My wife needs a break. I need a break. Just and you know, not not to say that we are getting on each other's nerves, which we probably are. However, we do need a break from each other just to regroup, if that makes sense. All right, let's talk about the NFL week seven. Man, it was a lot going on. A lot of exciting games that went down to the wire. Um, little surprised that you know this upcoming well yeah this upcoming week Tua Tagovailoa I believe I said it right is going to be the starter for Miami Dolphins and Fitzmagic is out I'll be honest I didn't agree with it because the team was three and three and they're one game out of first place in the NFL I'm sorry in the AFC East you know that's you know Patriot Land. They've dominated there for the last 20-plus years. Even when they didn't win the division the one year they didn't. I don't even think they went to the playoffs, but they were like 11-5. and five. Nonetheless, um, I didn't agree with it, but, you know, I I hope that Tua stays healthy, number one. That's always the main thing. But I hope he can perform in a sense of the same way that Pat Mahomes did when he came when he took over or when Lamar Jackson took over I mean Fitz magic he he's been he's been an above average quarterback I'm not I'm not going to discredit anything that he's done but shoot right now there's a couple of teams that need a quarterback Maybe the Dolphins can trade him, get some for him. Who knows? The Cowboys definitely need him. But I'm going to touch on the Cowboys in a few minutes. Um, first game, the Packers and the Texans don't know what's going on. Well, we do know what's going on in Houston. The Texans, We we see the difference in not having DeAndre Hopkins. A huge difference not having him on the team. And also he's the leading rusher in the league. That should say a lot. Deshaun Watson clearly can't do it on his own. He can't catch the ball. He can't he can run but he can't play running back. You know, it's 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 so much that's on his shoulders and the line, oh my gosh. If I was a few years younger, i would try for the Texans to, to play lineman just just to block for him at least. At least give him a little bit of help because he needs it. In the defense, look, a lot of people are going to say, hey, we faced the Steelers, the Chiefs, the Ravens, who else? The Titans and the Packers, so give us some slack. No, nah, you don't get no slack because your, your former coach, Billy O, did y'all an injustice and a disservice. Because he didn't want to pay somebody. And as well as the defense, oh my gosh, it's horrible. Horrible. Only defense is worse than that. It's probably America's team, the Cowboys. Which lost 25-3 to 3 to a team who don't even have a nickname. They're just a Washington football team. I mean, you mean to tell me y'all drove to D.C. and only... Got three points out of it, but all it is doing is telling Jerry Jones, "Hey, you need you need to pay that that Pat Mahomes money. Maybe not the extent of the five hundred million or whatever, but a a good number close to it would definitely suffice. Cause they're struggling." Offense is struggling. The defense is not doing what they're supposed to do. And it's it's horrible. Like, yeesh. what? I don't even I don't even know what to say. I, I do I will say I'm not obviously fast or quick enough to help the Cowboys on defense or the Texans, but I can definitely block. So this next game was the Battle of the Unbeatens, the Steelers of Pittsburgh and the Titans of Tennessee. I really saw that from what I watched, that the Steelers really had control of the game just like they did against the Texans. They, they were never rushed to do anything. The time of possession was, I want to say, probably 3-1 to one against the Titans. And they did a great job shutting down Derrick Henry. Really can't say that a lot about most teams to try to shut him down because he is a man amongst boys. He went from one game to stiff arming some guy to the sideline to running for 94 yards, basically untouched. And let me say this, for you running backs out there or cornerbacks or receivers, Anybody who's on a breakaway? Three words. Don't look back. Why? Because it slows you down. Gotta catch up. They'll catch up. Every time. Never fails. If I'm lying, ask Buda Baker. He didn't realize that. <laughs> Old DK Metcalf got that Julio Jones speed. But... The, the Pittsburgh Steelers, which is the only undefeated team right now, they could give the Chiefs a run for their money. They did lose Devin Bush on their defense, but they still got Bud Dupree. They still got T.J. Watt. They still got Minka Fitzpatrick. You know, they 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 got some they got some Rough Riders over there on defense that will still, you know, keep them going on defense. And all Pittsburgh got to do is, oh, the offense got to do is just eat time of possession. That's about it. But man, this this game, this Seahawks and Arizona game, the Cardinals, was probably one of the best games I've watched all year long. It was a back and forth battle. And it was basically the battle of the quarterback's playing baseball or the baseball player's playing quarterback. Because both of them got drafted by, I want to say Russell Wilson got drafted by the Yankees and Kyler Murray was drafted by the Texas Rangers. I might have to look that up later. But Nonetheless, they're both playing quarterback and man, Kyler Murray put on the show. Russell Wilson put on the show, even with the three interceptions, it, it kept you on the edge of your feet. It was just an exciting game. And I was just, like, in awe, like, but if you've noticed the last few years, the Cardinals have always given the Seahawks some trouble. It didn't even matter who the quarterback was. It's just something about Arizona that gives Seattle trouble. But their next matchup may be a little different. Hopefully there may be more fans in the stadium. Who knows? I guess we just got to wait and see. And the game went into overtime. But it was, like I said, it was a good game. This next game, the Buccaneers and the Raiders. The Raiders! Um, Tom Brady is looking like old Tom Brady. And he got the weapons. On top of it, he actually, not to say that the Patriots defense wasn't good. But the Buccaneers defense have some, have some big-name players over there. Levante David, sheesh, can get after it. Man, does he get after it? And like the, the rest of the defensive core, although they don't have a lot of big names, the names that they do have, make a lot of noise for them. Like they they were getting after it. And they would not hold them back. So I wasn't gonna talk about this game, but I figured like I had to talk about it because I had to go, I had to put somebody on blast. The Browns beat the Bengals thirty-seven thirty-four, and it's not the fact that the Browns won and the Bengals lost. It was more about Baker Mayfield flexing his muscles, like, like he's back, I'm trying to figure out where he's coming back from. Um, the only team you've really beaten is the uh, is the Bengals. That's not saying a whole lot because the Bengals haven't been a great team. Since Carson Palmer days and Ocho Cinco and TJ Zada Like, I want you to flex your muscles against the Steelers. I want to see you flex your mus- muscles against the Ravens. I want to see you flex your muscles against the Chiefs or the Titans. Like, those teams I want to see you flex your muscles with. Don't flex your muscles against the Bengals. They, they, they got a rookie quarterback who's balling, by the way. And... You're over there flexing your muscles like, oh yeah. You know, we we back in it. No. It's not it's, it's not even pretty. Baker Mayfield, sorry. You're not that good. It is what it is. I don't know if there are any Cleveland Browns fans that may listen to this, but I'm not impressed with Baker Mayfield. He did okay in college at Oklahoma. No national championships on this resume though. You get to the league as the number one pick and there's an expectation of you and you haven't performed up to that. So, you know, it is what it is. And let's talk about this Monday night game. Man, the Bears and the Rams. So, the Bears have a good defense. The Rams also have a good defense. But what's lacking from the Bears is their offense. Like the Bears have to be the worst, what five and two team there is. Like it are like watching them; they're like two and five or one and six. And honestly, it didn't matter if you put Nick Foles out there or Mitch Trubisky, they still would have lost the Rams' defense. Like you got to give them, ha- give your hats off to them with. Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, man, he is, in my opinion, as of right now, the best cornerback in the league. Stephon Gilmore, yeah, he's all right. He's good, but he ain't Jalen Ramsey. And then they just paid this man. So that says a whole lot. And, man, man, Now let's switch our shifts to college football. Big Ten is back. I didn't get a chance to watch any of the games. But what I saw, Justin Fields, he may challenge Trevor Lawrence for the Heisman, as well as being the number one overall pick. He was 21 for 22, almost had a near-perfect game. Like, what he does on the field is phenomenal. Not Again, there's no knock on Trevor Lawrence or anything like that. But Justin Fields is, is now your prototypical quarterback you want in the NFL. Can make all the throws and can run a little bit. And between him and Trevor Lawrence, the only difference is that Justin Fields runs a little bit better than Trevor Lawrence. He's faster. That's about it. But they're almost about the same quarterback. But the Buckeyes won 52-17 against the Cornhuskers. The Michigan Wolverines beat Minnesota. Minnesota. The Golden Gophers 49-24 in a game that you expected the game to be a little bit closer than what it was. But we, we see this story with Michigan all the time. They can be they can probably beat everybody in the Big Ten, except Ohio State. I can't even remember the last time Michigan beat Ohio State. Probably when Charles Woodson was there and he won the Heisman. That was like what in '99, 2000, maybe. <laughs> so, yeah. That was a good win, Michigan, but really not impressed because we want to see what you do against Ohio State. Like, Michigan is measured by them beating Ohio State, not by who else they beat in the Big Ten. So then also we got the Iowa State Cyclones losing to Oklahoma State Cowboys 24-21. Really – really don't care for the Big 12. And I guess it's because if Oklahoma and Texas are not in the top of the standings, rankings, and and things like that, it's not as interesting. So, you know, yay, Oklahoma State won if you're a Sooners fan. But, no, the rest of the world is not watching. I'm sorry. And how about the trap games for Clemson, Alabama, and Notre Dame? They succeeded them all. Because, you know, in the case you don't know, a trap game is when you look ahead to a team that you got to play and not worry about the team that's currently in front of you. And on top of it, the trap game is also considered to be like a team that you know you can beat, that you like overest- not, that you underestimate, like, they're not going to do anything. So, yeah, that that's how that went. Um, so looking at these few weeks, the only team I can say that's probably set themselves apart is probably Clemson and Alabama. Haven't seen enough of Ohio State because they only played one game. And the Pac-12 will be starting pretty soon. But right now it's just Clemson and Alabama that set themselves apart, Clearly. They're the leader of the pack. So we can definitely assume that we'll see those two in the playoffs. Notre Dame, no. They haven't set themselves apart yet. Just not really sure on what they're going to do, and especially if they have to play Clemson. And I believe they do have Clemson on the schedule. So we we'll, we shall see. But I'm not not sold on Notre Dame, haven't been sold on Notre Dame. So, we're going to take a pause in sports for a minute and talk about perspectives and experiences. When you think about a perspective, you're looking at it from either, let's say, for instance, my view or another person's view. Meaning, you know, when you, when you let's say, an experience, let's say, for instance... You know, there's a lot of talk about who's who's in well, who's running for office and things like that. Or why is this happening? Why is that happening? Or why does this person do this? Why does this person do that? Um, we have to look at it from their perspective before we sit and pass judgment. Um, I follow ABC 13 News here in Houston. And some of their anchors, you know, they post stuff and things like that. And the comments that are in there are just horrible. Like, it's horrible. And the way people talk about people, like, you don't know what they've gone through. You don't know what they've been through for you to pass judgment on them. You know... I won't get into which race it is, but I'm pretty sure you can figure out which race it is. Who is always spewing hate? Even um, Texas is viewed as the number two most hateful state, and the comments that were put in there. Well, how you not love Texas? Texas is awesome, and I had to leave a comment saying that it's only hateful because the people that are in, that are here in Texas hate a certain race or certain races here. At here in Texas And Here's the thing There are a lot of Internet Or social media thugs Like No no one is really about that life Like I, I grew up Where you know if you got into a fight with somebody You know the next day it was squashed There was no retaliation There was no getting a gun and things like that but now social media and the internet has allowed people to speak what they want. But then they they see you in person and they cross the street as if you're a threat. For me, you know, keep that same energy. But that's why it's so important that we get out and vote. Don't get caught up with, oh, what this person is doing, what that person is doing. Go out and vote. And I've been, been preaching that for the longest. Let your voice be heard. Speak up! Speak up on whatever platform you have to talk about whatever injustices that's going on, or what you feel like that needs to be addressed. Um, No one of a Caucasian descent could ever tell me any could never tell me about what I've experienced as a child, even as an adult. I tell you, for me, there are plenty of times where I've gotten racially profiled because of something I had on, only because I had on shorts and a t-shirt and some sneakers. And the t-shirt I probably had was either of Christ or of uh, black excellence. Nonetheless, I shouldn't be viewed as as a thug or this and that because of how I'm dressed. I don't sag in my pants. I don't do this. I don't, you know, it's just certain stuff that I don't do. Because even when I'm out in the world and people see me and things like that, I still have an image to maintain. So before you or anybody, this includes me to decide to look down on somebody or to pass judgment on anyone, understand where they come from first or have a conversation with them about where they come from first before you decide to make any judgment. And this would be something that I'll probably talk about in the weeks to come. So let's talk about these Dodgers. How about them Dodgers? How about last night I actually thought the Dodgers was going to lose until Kevin Cash took out Blake Snell. I thought that was a huge mistake. Really thought it was a huge mistake. But when they took him out, I was like, well, I guess he sold his soul to the devil. Figuratively, not literally. Because the Dodgers are going to win. You took out your best pitcher, he was dominating. He only gave up two hits in the sixth inning. And the one, two, three hitters that he was up against, they were all, they were 0 for 6 with five strikeouts. i will take my chances. I would take my chances. But they took him out, and it's a it's a field thing. It's always, in baseball, it's always a field thing. Like, you have to feel like, okay, he just gave up a hit to the to the nine-spot hitter, you know. And this was going to be his third time around. Well, the Dodgers took advantage of it when they took him out. And it'll be something that's going to be looked back at for two years to come. And shout-out to Corey Seager for getting the World Series MVP. Thought it was pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. NBA season is upon us, and there are a lot of speculation that the season could start December 22nd. And from the Lakers organization, some of the veterans may not even start the season. And one of the players, I'll mention Danny Green, was like, LeBron may not play the first month. I mean, that's up to him. It's his decision. I have no control over that. But a lot to talk about as far as the NBA goes. Like, like who should the Rockets look at to bring in through free agency? Um, who should they trade for to bring in? Like, the small ball clearly didn't work out because... P.J. Tucker can't be a rough rider plant at 6'4". I mean, Russell Westbrook, he's good. James Harden is good. But unless you have some for sure knockdown shooters, for sure knockdown shooters like the Warriors did in 2015, 2016, even though they lost, but playing that small ball, Works because they have Clay and Curry. They had Harrison Barnes, Draymond, and Gudala. You know, Clay, Clay and Curry obviously are your shooters. But in, any one of those guys can shoot as well. But also, you know, it's like for the Clippers, like who's going who's going to be the team leader? Who's going to be the locker room leader? Like, who's going to take over and then on top of it? They have some key free agents they need to sign. Like, you know, it's just a lot for them to maintain. Like, you know, do you blow up the Clippers? Probably not. Tyron Lewis, the coach, he'll figure it out. But I've been saying, excuse me, I've been saying for the longest that during this pandemic, for any professional player, they should be they should be working on their jump shot and working on their handles. They should be working on things to help benefit them for the upcoming season. If they're not doing that, then shame on them. You know, looking at, you know, how will the Nets do? You know, would it help the KD and Kyrie? What would it look like? Andy, Andre, Jordan. Because obviously those guys that were there that played in the bubble, played – their butts are played hard, and they just didn't have the superstar to take them over the hump. You know, even with the Warriors coming back, a healthy Warrior team, you know, I, I've said in the podcast, and uh, I believe the first one, I was like, they should trade Draymond, Wiggins, and their number two pick to the Bucs to get Giannis. Because the, the Warriors have have played together without Curry and Clay playing, you know they've they've figured out a way to play with, without them. And you know it's a it's a lot that goes into it. Like, but even still, even if the Warriors keep the number two pick, and they should draft James Wiseman, they should not. Even look at Anthony Edwards or Lamelo Ball. You should look at a big man, a big man that that'll fit their their scheme. Because the Warriors are coming back, and you're gonna have three out of four teams in the West. That's that's gonna be in LA. That's that's gonna be in the playoffs. And they're from California, three out of the 14s, with the Warriors, the Lakers, and the Clippers. They will all be in the playoffs. So that leaves like five of the spots in the West, they got to be had. And then who also knows with what the Pelicans are going to do now that Stan Van Gundy is the coach and he's going to revolve the offense around Zion Williamson. I think, you should, I think you can run some plays for him, but Lonzo Ball is going to get him the ball. He's going to find a way to put him in position to score. And for me, Zion probably needs to lose about 10 pounds. I don't know if that's going to help him be lighter on the ground or whatnot, but it'll definitely help. I mean, there's so many teams in the Jazz are probably going to be a little bit better. The Nuggets show some heart in the playoffs. They'll be better. We don't know if the Rockets are gonna do. Dallas may be better. Dallas should be better because um, Porzingis and Luca had had a year together to develop and get better. And it's a lot. Like that's just the West. The East only if Giannis stays. Like Miami is gonna be the front runner to come out the East again. Cause they got rough riders. They got some rough riders. It's it's a lot. Then Toronto, they're probably gonna be the same team. Boston is gonna be in the east competing. You know, it's this upcoming NBA season is gonna be look really different even with compared to the bubble. It's gonna be really different, and we'll see. The NBA draft is November 18th. It's gonna be a virtual one, like the NFL draft was, and we're gonna wait and see who goes where. That will be the that will be the determining factor on how teams shape their teams, like their their lineups, their roster, and things like that. This draft. Um. Again, I'm thinking Minnesota may take Anthony Edwards, and Lamelo may fall to the number three pick. To, I believe in Chicago or Sacramento one of the teams i have to look that up so I'm going to do my best with this next topic tonight allow my emotions to get involved um, but in Philadelphia they killed a young man African American, black man whatever you want to call him because he had a knife. And they shot him in the street, killed him. Here is the problem. And this is why we keep saying black lives matter because they do matter. And it's not about all lives not mattering. That's that's not what, what I'm saying but we are yelling Black Lives Matter because we are less valued than our counterpoints of the white race, maybe even the Asian race, because some of them think they're white. Not all of them, but some. And for police officers, see, I'm going to say this, and... In a sense I hope I, I hope I offend somebody. Whoever these police officers that's getting this training and who's instructing them and giving them, them these guns and not doing the correct training. This is why people are saying they they need to defund the police officer cause they putting anybody as a police officer and because they got bullied as a child, so they feel like they're in a position of authority. They can take advantage of that authority. Now, I've seen in other cases where there were white men who were had a knife, had a gun, and police showed mad restraint for him. And in the terminology of using the word "mad," not mad, angry, mad like like excellent or unbelievable like I can't believe my eyes type of mad. So when I say they show mad restraint, they show unbelievable restraint to this white guy. But over to the black guy, oh, he got a knife. Oh, he got a brush in his hand that looked like a gun. Oh, let me just shoot him. Oh, let me tase him. Oh, let me do this. I was in fear of my life. Again, I will say this, and I will take this to the grave. If you're a police officer and you scared to do your job and you take off that uniform, period. There's no way... That a young man loses his life for having a knife on him. And granted, and these comments that, that I read are baff baffles me because that was like he should have listened to his mother. His mother was telling him, put the knife down and things like that. Now I don't know all in detail what happened. All I know is it's a black man that lost his life, and he can't even tell this story as to what happened. So, help me understand, help me understand why I should say all lives matter when they don't, because all lives can't matter unless black lives matter. America was built on blacks, building a foundation. It's it's not, it's not even in history, but it's because they don't want those stories to be told. Ain't that something? We give so much credit to Thomas Edison making the light bulb, but it only lasted for half a second. When truly it was Lewis Latimer who had the filament, who had the the filament to make it last longer. Look it up. But he don't get credit for it, though. See, it's a lot of things that blacks do that we get no credit for and other people want to take take control, you know, take advantage of, or, you know, it's, it's crazy. Even even a, f- a few years ago, a young man by the name of Albert Wilson was thrown in jail for holding hands with a white girl. First off, here's my thing. You in a club, and I have nothing against anybody going to the club, But she's 17 years old He didn't know that She probably lied about her age Because she was hot in the pants And To save herself from getting in trouble She yelled rape Now There was no semen No evidence of DNA found inside of her Or on her And He was in He was in court With an all white jury And I believe most of them were women. But all they see is a black man who looks like trouble. So let's put him in jail. If we can't kill him, put him in jail. Ain't that something? So at what point do us as black men who are all handsome, do white people and police officers decide that he's not handsome anymore? He's a a threat to the community or he's a threat to society how explain it you can't because you need any and every reason to justify a police shooting and killing somebody i.e. I'll go back to Tamir Rice 12 years old playing with a BB gun just pointing it wasn't shooting it police just literally get out the car and just start shooting he's 12 years old you mean to tell me that a 12 year old can scare you with a fake gun unbelievable it's the craziest thing even Trayvon Martin minding his business eating Skittles and the Arizona Teat and some guy who decides to take matter to his own hands even the dispatch told him don't do anything It's it's crazy. Like us as blacks, should not have this much hate. But we but what's crazy is that a lot of these white people are self proclaimed Christians. But they show no evidence of Christ is in them. Because Christ loved all. He loved all people. He didn't care what nationality, what where you're from, anything like that. He loved all people. He had a problem with the Pharisees and the Sadducees just trying to go by the law, but Christ came to fulfill the law. So, because I'm pretty sure the Bible says, love your enemies. So, for you self-proclaimed white Christians, who say you a Christian, you should be loving your enemies if us as blacks are enemies, are your enemies, which we've never done anything to you to to deserve the treatment that we get. That's all I got to say about that. So a little shock over the weekend. Khabib retires from the UFC. He won his last match and re- decided to retire. Don't know why. Um I think I kind of have an idea, you know, with his, with his father passing away, that may have had something to do with it and he probably didn't want to fight without his dad being by his side. That's understandable. You know, no knock on him for that. But he's told as being the greatest UFC fighter of all time. Can't argue with 29-0. Just like the same thing with Floyd Mayweather being undefeated. Can't argue with being 49-0 or 50-0. Just don't argue about it. <sighs> Man, so speaking of greatest of all time, I've decided to, at the end of my podcast, from different sports arenas, of who's the greatest of all time. Whether it's in basketball, Football, usually with football, it has to be, obviously, by position. Even in college football, you probably do it by position. Baseball, definitely by position. Who's the greatest pitcher? Who's the greatest hitter? Some of these people are not going to like who I say is the greatest in my opinion because it's my opinion. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. So, st- decided to start with the WWE. Who's the greatest of all time? Not by much, but I got to give it to the Texas Rattlesnake and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like, even though it's, it's scripted, it's written and things like that, but what person on the planet who, who works for someone who don't want to beat up their boss? That, I'm pretty sure that they've thought about it, but they've never acted on it and things like that. So during the Attitude Era when Stone Cold was beating up Vince McMahon, it was the funniest thing ever. And Stone Cold being from Edna, Texas, Victoria, Texas, in that area, you know, he he's a true Texan. I could say that. Like, he's a he, he was a blue-collar kind of guy, a hard-working To get to where he needed to get to. It was the coolest thing. Um, A lot of people have their opinions also. Probably The Rock. Maybe The Undertaker. Shout out to Mark Calloway. Um, You know. It's. It's cool to see. To talk about who's the greatest of all time, just to have conversations. Really just to have conversations. So, my like I say, I say Stone Cold. He was cool. He wore he wore jeans. You know, he just he just did things that that, that we think about doing, but we we didn't actually do. So that was cool. Um so, a couple more things, and I'm going to get out of you way. Um, with this presidential election coming up, um, it's more about picking the lesser of two evils. Like, which one isn't as bad. Um, 45 mentioned that during the last week's presidential debate that he's the least racist person up on the panel. So, you know that there's a racial problem but you're saying that you're the least racist, but you're not saying that you're not racist. So yeah, that's smart. That's almost like saying just as an example, Biden has four people, four black people that live in this house. Well, 45 has three black people live in this house. Does that make sense? No. You still have black people in your house. Don't matter how many is in there because it's one less. So him saying that he's the least racist. So what you're saying is I'm just a little bit less racist than Joe Biden. It's the craziest thing because for me, my wife tells me that I'm racist sometimes. I tell her I'm not. I say I don't hate other races. These are people who hate other races. I don't hate other races. Yeah, I like to make fun of them. I make fun of any race. I even make fun of black people. When give, I'll give you an example. Like, when I see black people cutting the yard, um, you know, I always say a name, you know, like, just literally a name, like, not saying someone in personally. But I say, hey, I was like, hey, babe, look, it's Michael Angel Corian. Um, And my wife tells me you're stupid. I say, what? I bet I, I bet his name Michael, you know, just jokingly, or whatever. And she was like, really? I said, think about this. There are a lot of black guys that names Michael. Mike Jones, the rapper and the funeral director. Michael Wilbon, Michael Jordan, Michael Johnson. I can go on and on with these Michaels. Michael Blackson, Mike Epps, pretty sure his first name is Michael. So many Michaels. And Jacorion is one of them names where some black mother wanted to give her child a different name to set himself apart. Actually, Jacorion came from a name we used at my church during a Saturday Night Live thing where we call Wednesday Night Live, how we talked about why we don't celebrate Halloween, Christians don't celebrate Halloween, and I get to that in my final thought. But it's more like, okay, who do you pick, right? Do you pick the person who has mishandled everything in office? Or do you pick the person who's been working in the political field for over forty-seven years, and you know all of stuff he said in the past is coming out and things like that. Basically, just trying to diminish. It. It's a lot of hate towards one another, and there's no love being shown. Goes back to me saying, "Hey, love your enemies." I guess we'll see November third or November fourth who wins. But it really depends on, and I try to break this down to people, like Texas is obviously a Republican state, California is a Democratic state, so you got to think that, okay, who's ever running for office as a Republican is going to win that, win Texas, and who's ever a Democrat is going to win California. It's about who who can win Florida and Ohio, and I think I think it's another state too, maybe North Carolina. No, North Carolina is a swing state. But if you if you can win Ohio and Florida, you're probably going to win the presidency. That's just kind of how that goes. So I got a couple of final thoughts, and I'm gonna get out of here. Um. I mentioned just a few minutes ago about Christians not celebrating Halloween, and. Called in on the radio. Shout out to Engine Radio. You should listen to it. Download the app. Listen to it online. 91.7 Ninja Radio here in Houston. Or like I said, download the app. Um, called and asked. Well, I called to respond to the question. I said, you know, us as Christians, we shouldn't be celebrating Halloween because we are supposed to set ourselves apart. From what the world is doing. And. Half of what I said got edited. That's why I'm saying it now. Because this won't be edited. Us as Christians. We should not be celebrating Halloween. It. I mean. There are other things you can do. With your family. Or with some friends. And things like that. But you shouldn't be. Celebrating. A day that people wear masks and funny because we got to wear a mask just to go to the grocery store so why why go through all of that? You're comfortable putting on the mask as a costume, but you don't want to put on a mask to that that'll save you from either you getting yourself sick or getting someone else sick. I don't know that's crazy to me. Also, final thought, racism is real, it's very real, and it don't matter where it's at, whether you work at the post office, Starbucks, even in the military, racism exists. And no one wants to address it. No one wants to have conversations about it. We have to. That's the only way us as a nation will heal. We have to be comfortable with, getting, with being uncomfortable. So, of course, as you all know, I don't own the music rights to any of the music I post. That song was Let It Rain by KB and Bizzle. Check it out. Listen to it. Listen to the whole thing in its entirety. Again, this is your boy, Daydrin. Man, it has been an awesome time with you all. Take a listen to it. We're on the Podbean Podcast. Put in D-R-E-D-A-Y-20. It should come up. It should say Couch Potato Podcast. Again, this is your boy, Daydrin. This is the Couch Potato Podcast. And I'm signing out. I'll talk to you all later. Remember, be great or be the best version of yourself. Peace.